Hi, welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check our website at anditswriting.com. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to talk about the commonly used phrase, eyes on your own paper. And what it means to us in regards to writing. I think the first thing I kind of want to say is what it doesn't mean to me. It doesn't mean like don't pay attention to what's going on in publishing or other people. For me, it means don't beat yourself up comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people, this is where people slow down. They're like, I'm not as good as so and so. I'm not ever going to be able to do this. Uh, I can't. It's the imposter syndrome thing, right? You're looking at mm-hmm. other people. You're deciding that you don't fit in. But why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you doing this? Because uh, here's here is a reality check for you. <laughs> there are millions of books in the world. Here's the thing. It all gets read more than a book that you're not writing because you're stalling. Even those people who post their stuff on AO3, Archive of Her Own, it's, you know, those people post, what if they have three or four readers, whatever, like they're still getting more readers than you. So there, you got to finish it. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's such a wide variety of work out there it's literally impossible to say what book in the world is the worst and which book in the world is the best. What you're thinking in your head is, well, they're all published and I'm not, but you don't know their story. You don't know mm-hmm. how long they tried. You don't know how much they starved. <laughs> you know, you don't know. <laughs> and that's my first thing is like, when you oftentimes when you're comparing yourself, You're comparing yourself to outliers because you're comparing yourself to like the biggest award-winning novelist who's been doing this for decades, or you're comparing yourself to somebody who has a different life situation than you and can spend more time writing and can, and is just naturally a faster writer or whatever. But looking at some of these authors, like one of my big things is the speed of that's that's where I get it. I do get it with the quality too when I read like a really good book and I'm like, I'll never be this good. But <laughs> the big one for me is like the speed of like, can I keep up the rate that I need to? But look at like Susanna Clark. Susanna Clark, Madeline Miller, they've released critically acclaimed, well-loved books, and they write them whenever they write them, and people are happy about it. <laughs> yep. Susanna Clark can't write much. Like, cause mm-hmm. she's sick, but when she puts her heart into them and they get done and tons of people love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she has a publisher. Yes. You know, like she's got all this, but the thing is, is if you continue to focus on what they have, you'll never ever get done. You'll never get better yourself. Mm-hmm. I always say, and you know, this might sound a little egotistical. You crack open the best book you have in your opinion And you look at it and instead of saying, I will never be like this, you say to yourself, if I keep trying, I might be able to like, Mm -hmm. and, but I have to put all the work into it. I have to put the hours in and I have to figure that out. And 
sure, I might not be that good now, but if I sit here and analyze and I try and I put everything I can into it, you absolutely can. Yes, you can. <laughs> and this is another side aspect of the eyes on your own paper because it's actually like really doubling back on your own paper. Um, because one of the big things is when you're drafting and then you're, especially if you're drafting and reading at the same time, that's another one is I'll be drafting and then I'll be like reading something good and I'll be drafting and I'll be reading something good. And then I'm looking at my words and I'm like, these words are bad. Like this is just not reading well and polished and stuff. And it can help when you are drafting and you get really into the weeds of like, this reads like dog shit, go read some of your polished stuff. Like even mm -hmm. if it's just, it doesn't have to be a whole book, but if you have like a really good first chapter or something from like another story that was just like a short story you really like, go read some of your polished work. And if you have it and have the guts to do so, look at that polished, like good chapter next to the first chapter you wrote of that one and just give yourself a little reality check. Because <laughs> then it's like, oh, no, this one was dog shit originally too. I just made it better later. And that can help me because yeah. it's comparing yourself to other people, but then realizing what you are capable of and that you're actually comparing yourself to yourself, but like the post process. <laughs> I literally just did that just the other day because I'm like, God dang it. Do my rough drafts really look this bad? Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> I looked back and I was like, Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I did the same thing. I went and looked at my first draft of um, The Longest Autumn, the book that's coming out next year. I went and looked at a rough draft of it because I was just having the same moment in the weeds. And when you told me that you had done it and you were like, oh, no, I did look and it is that bad. So I went and looked at my <laughs> first draft. I was like, oh, it was real bad. <laughs> like, dang. <laughs> oh, okay. And... And, you know, there's probably a lot of you out there who are like, yeah, but I've actually never finished a book. I don't have I don't have the chance to go back and look at the thing that I did. All I see is all of you and all of the published people who have your books and I can't even finish one. And this is the eyes on your own page thing, because I have this friend. We've been friends for years. Um, We've been writing together four years we don't anymore i stopped writing with him about five years ago when i met you but for the 15 years that i knew this guy he had never finished a draft from start to finish of anything even though i tried inspiring him to even though i said hey try to just a short story because the thing that he was doing was constantly looking at me finishing chapters or like his other friends finishing chapters or he would go to like AO3 and see all these people they would get like you know oh this person has mm -hmm. so many likes and this person has this and this person has that I will never have that and it's just like what first of all why do you give a shit because writing is about the craft like mm -hmm. as a writer writing is your first priority not fans I mean there are okay <laughs> people are gonna jump down my throat for that but most people who write have to write to live, at least the ones that I know. There are obviously some that have gone to school for it who really just want the money. I get that. But I'm talking about the writers who are writing with a day job or like a different career that that must do it to continue on, but yet they still can't finish a project. They're looking at other people and wish being wishful and wishing they could do that. But the thing is, is you you can 
maybe not at the speed of somebody else, but the more you sit and fuss, the hours and crap that you spend fussing and writing down all these sad stories to your friends like me who listen, (laughs) you're getting that many less words on your own page. Like, it's just, it's not worth it because Mm -hmm. it's all very subjective. Like, Mm -hmm. why think about it? You know, I I know that's a very atheist thing to say, (laughs) but like, it's just life and you live it and it sucks and there's money and there's sleeping and there's <laughs> ex-boyfriends and then you die like i <laughs> don't overthink it just write the damn book it doesn't matter how old you are how stupid you are i don't know like it's fine <laughs> i had someone once and I, what's funny is i later saw this as a tumblr post but at the time i had a friend tell me it's actually extra ironic now because it, when I was writing my previous book and trying to get it published and it was taking me forever, it was taking a billion drafts and it just wasn't where it needed to be. And I was just whining and I was like, I'm going to be like 40 before this book is published. And my friend was just <laughs> like, well, you're going to be 40 anyway. You might as well have a book out of it. And I'm like, good point. Also, I am now 40. <laughs> <laughs> So that kind of was prophetic, but yeah, it was just like, well, the time is going to pass anyway. And the longer you spend worrying and not actually doing the thing, then you're, you're not, you're, you're defeating yourself. Yep. And don't, don't defeat yourself. Don't put yourself down based on what you see other people do. Work on your thing, the best way that's going to be good for you. Be the best you. Yes. Be the best you because all styles are different. So if you're looking Mm -hmm. at one person, I'll never be as good as that person. Well, actually, that person's completely unique from you. We're all snowflakes here. You got to be the best you. They're being the best them. That's why you see so many different writing styles. So don't worry about it, Mm -hmm. you know? And one writing style may be more accessible than another, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Like, you know, like, Train yourself to do what you want to do in your own time and try to be happy because you only live once and there's no reason to do it being sad like Avery says. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an inspirational story, right? And and this isn't this doesn't really have to do with writing, but I suppose a little bit it can. So like I am an illustrator in my spare time. And like I used to be an illustrator professionally. And when I was sprouting, I had a lot of people that I really looked up to and I shamed my work all the time for it. Like I wasn't like them. I couldn't paint or understand color as, as well as they could, but I drew every day. And I see a lot, and I see a lot of people doing this with, you know, art in general. They're like, Oh, I can't draw. And I just tell them draw every day. You will get better every time you do it Mm -hmm. and they absolutely do and so some of the people that i looked up to when i was a budding illustrator they stopped drawing every day and i kept drawing every day and it sucks because now i out illustrate them and i look back at their stuff and i'm like wow like i really looked up to you at one point in my life and you really slowed down like i don't know if you know you're smoking too much weed or i smoke <laughs> weed um you know 
if it's if it, or if you're depressed or like what happened but i'm so sorry like i feel bad like you know i'm like i'm really sad to see that this person struggled to continue getting better um some of them become what i guess most people would call sellouts where they start they they find money in one thing and they decide to just do that thing forever and they might enjoy doing it but me i'm like oh man i'm sad that you never like went on to do this that's my life versus their life it's none of my business if they they want to sell one thing and make their life out of it they absolutely can um but what i mean to say is like you may find yourself in a position where like in 10 years from now picture yourself 10 years from now you might be looking back at the books that you thought that you'd never write and thinking wow that's me now like 10 years is a long time. Mm -hmm. And if it does take you 10 years to write your book, okay, so be it. But like, that's a long time. And you probably got a lot better than when you started. And you might be better now than those books that inspired you to write. I feel like I've lost a lot of, you know, love for certain authors because I learned things about craft and I decided I didn't like the way they did things anymore. I still enjoyed mm -hmm. those books at the time, but they're just not for me anymore. Yeah. And growth is everything like you will grow you will get better fans don't come overnight uh, overnight unless you post a video of yourself sitting on toilet and tiktok then they might come overnight <laughs> but you know reality says that if you try put yourself your mind to it and in 10 years you will be proud of all you've done that mm -hmm. But if you do nothing, you might not be proud. I'm really proud of all the work I've done and I haven't gotten published yet. And I look back at the last five years and I'm like, how the fuck did I write four books in five years? That's insane. <laughs> I don't know. But I did it, you know, like I did it. And, and I look back and I'm like, wow, I'm fucking proud of that. That's awesome. And that's my inspirational <laughs> my inspirational talk yes we're almost done time but i i have one more thing that your story brought up that i wanted to mention which is when you mentioned people you know with like art or like i wish i could draw but i just can't draw i'm not any good at it and people do the same thing with writing they'll be like well i'll just never be as good as this person i just and i think there's an inherent it's not a stigma isn't the right word but there's an inherent belief in society that with creative fields, you're either good at it or not good at it. And you have yeah. you have an innate talent or you do not have talent. And people don't treat it the way that it really is, which is that it is a skill. It's like you don't expect somebody to like just immediately build like a kitchen cabinet set, just get some two by fours and make it and it look beautiful because that's a skilled craft. But people just assume they're going to like pick up a pen and be a good writer. And now I do actually know people like this. So some people do have aptitudes and are going to pick it up faster, but everybody can. I am a very slow learner when it comes to craft. It took me a very, very long time to get to where it took me 15 years to learn what took some of my friends two years. But you can get there. You can learn it. You do have to. It, Anybody can do it. I do want to say, though, I do want to say, I'm so glad you brought this up because I do hate that bullshit about you were born this way. Like mm -hmm. I was born, you know, it, no, people put time and effort into that shit. And 
and they it, it takes them time to get good. I hate it when people are like, "Oh, you're you were born so talented." Like, man, fuck you. It took me so much hurt to get here. Like, dude, go fuck yourself. Like, I worked hard. <laughs> um, the people with the aptitudes for it. The, the 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 person you say that oh they just pick up a pen and they can write mm-hmm. my guess is they either read a lot mm-hmm. or they they just did really good in school or like like they they still put the time in they just probably didn't put it in the same places that you might need to put the time in mm-hmm. like maybe they're um maybe their childhood was a little better than yours like you know maybe you were underprivileged like me for instance and they were kind of privileged so they got to do more privileged things they put the time in they just came about it a little differently and you gotta catch up now it's all the same like and i'm not saying that there's not physical and, and mental disability here but what i am saying is that if you are fortunate enough to be able in the ways that you are able, be they mental, physical, maybe I'm not very mentally able, but I'm, I'm, I'm able in other ways. I use that to my advantage in the places that I can. And I I get it done. You know, like you are capable. Everyone is capable mm-hmm. in their own way. Yeah. Um, you just got to find that and it takes work. Yeah. That is, yeah. That is the inherent point I wanted to make is that you, you can yeah. do this. If you're looking and comparing yourself to anybody else, you can be where they are. You will be where they are if you just don't get in your own way and you keep learning because it is a yeah. craft. It is a learned craft and you will get there. You can do it. I believe in you. You got this. You got this. Do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's all about all I have to say on that one. That kind of took a weird Me side too. tangent, but I like where yes. it was. <laughs> yes. Me too. You guys have a great Great times. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. See the upcoming schedule. Check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links and information.